Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. Several industry organizations are urging leadership on the House and Senate Armed Services Committees to add a few changes to the security clearance program to the Defense Authorization Bill. The letter comes from the Professional Services Council, Intelligence and National Security Alliance, and the National Defense Industrial Association, among others. The organizations want to expedite the security clearance process for certain mission-critical positions and create an information-sharing program between agencies and industry on the status of a contractor's clearance. Congress has its eye on longer probationary periods once again. The House Oversight and Government Reform Committee will consider the Merit Act this week. The bill extends probationary periods for federal employees and senior executives. It also changes the typical timeline that employees have to appeal a disciplinary action before the Merit Systems Protection Board. Our new exclusive telework survey highlights the concerns that feds are having about further reductions. Details from Jason Miller. A strong majority of federal employees are concerned about potential or real changes coming to their agency's telework policies. A new online survey by Federal News Radio finds 44% of the more than 450 respondents say they are very concerned, and 25% say they are somewhat concerned. Several respondents say the policy already has been changed, including one who says their agency will stop allowing telework altogether in October. These policies also are motivating more than half of the respondents to consider changing their jobs. I'm Jason Miller. Vice President Mike Pence has thanked the Commerce Department for playing a leading role in redirecting America's space enterprise. In the wake of President Trump's directive that commerce eliminate burdensome regulations on the use of space technology, Pence commended it for creating a one-stop shop for commercial space policy. In a speech to the agency employees Monday, Pence said a new agency within commerce would reduce the regulatory burden on the private sector. The director of the Office of Space Commerce, Kevin O'Connell, would head this new agency to be called the Space Policy Advancing Commercial Enterprise Administration. The Defense Department is reaching out to 130,000 veterans who may be eligible for a tax refund from their disability severance payments. DOD is individually notifying vets who left the military on disability between 1991 and 2016. Veterans will have one year from the time they're notified to file for the return. A standard refund of up to $3,200 is dependent on the year received the disability severance payment. Veterans groups are pushing back against new Defense Department rules that restrict eligibility for the GI Bill. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. A policy the Pentagon issued last week marks one of the biggest changes to the post-9-11 GI Bill since it was passed in 2008. DOD says military members will no longer be allowed to transfer the education benefit to their family members if they have already served for 16 years or more, and that the transferability provision is not an entitlement. Veterans groups say it's always been treated that way and that no one from the Pentagon consulted with them about the change. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Coast Guard Academy is embracing cyber systems as a new major for its students. The Academy is opening a new cyber lab with a classroom and servers specifically designed for the program. The areas of study will incorporate elements of policy, law, ethics, software design, and intelligence. Speaking of the Coast Guard, it's awarded an employee for excellence in a function that the public rarely sees. More from Tom Temin. Civilian Jeffrey Sybeck of the Marine Safety Unit in Huntington, West Virginia, wins the Excellence in Marine Inspections Award. The panel of five inspectors noted Sybeck's own technical and inspection skills and his mentoring of up-and-coming inspectors. Sybeck oversaw installation of telemetry gear on the barge fleet of a big oil company and guided repairs to a collapsed crane that threatened dangerous nearby barge cargo. 
I'm Tom Temin. A new report says two Energy Department security agents were the victim of a break-in of their rental car in San Antonio last year. What's remarkable is that what was stolen from the back seat of their car was an unknown amount of weapons-grade plutonium. In a report from the Center for Public Integrity, the agents were apparently in San Antonio to retrieve radioactive materials from a nonprofit research lab as part of a program to recover samples of fizzle material at risk of falling into the wrong hands. More than a year later now, the radioactive materials have not been recovered and no suspects in the theft have been identified. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission has hired its first chief data officer. EEOC created the new position to help the agency better spot and understand trends in its case data. Acting Commissioner Victoria Lipnick says the EEOC is one of the first small agencies to hire a chief data officer. Congressman Elijah Cummings and Jerry Connolly want the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee to hold a hearing on the president's recent decision to move administrative law judges out of the competitive service. President Trump signed an executive order that gives agency heads the authority to appoint their own ALJs, but Connolly and Cummings say the order gives agencies unlimited authority to load the core with partisan judges. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.